Hey, Jason Rice here. Another, another lot party quick tip. Seems like this new launch that I do for live takes a little bit. Hey, you know what? I want to talk about how 2023 has to be the year of transition for used car management um, and, and just sales and management alone. Here's the thing. If anybody's kind of either new to the industry or new to inventory management, over the last couple of years, um, I would say you've been spoiled, but obviously what we went through, uh, we haven't experienced before. And it's pretty easy moving inventory, moving cars. And I think a lot of people who are maybe new to this position over the last couple of years, um, you know, I'm starting to get knocked sideways a little bit here, trying to figure out why and what's happening to the inventory and their leads and so forth. A couple of things I'm noticing is I think people are trying to reach out and get more leads. I just had somebody message me about that. They want to get some traffic going because it seems that leads are falling off. And I, I would tell you again, real quick, you, you probably have enough active leads in your system right now. A lot of them on sold cars that you could switch and recycle them. So watch that. But um, here's the thing, you know, actually, if anybody's been in the used car operations over the last almost 10 years, since 2013, used car operations have been moving up and doing good. I'm going to give you an example of a, a graph here I want to show you. I'm going to share my screen. It's over here on the left. Now, I did some writing on it for some personal reasons here, um, but I just want to show you something. You know, I started my car career in 1997 selling cars. At a Ford store, actually, I started selling cars off the internet uh, in the 90s, 1998. Six months into it, I was selling cars off the internet. But I wanted to show you, and in 2005 is when I, I started with V-Auto. As a matter of fact, back then it wasn't V-Auto, it was Empower Auto. And we scored you out on how you owned it uh, to wholesale and then realized, hey, it's not what you could wholesale a car for, it's what you could retail it for. And so, again, from 97 to 05, I retailed cars, mostly running through internet departments. 05 to start with the auto and what you're seeing here in this blue line this is cox uh, automotive full year forecast for used cars now you can see in 05 that used car that blue line used car volume and peaked and then all of a sudden in 05 the volume of used cars dropped off and it went into that 08 09 recession period okay you think about it um dealerships back then again i was helping i was three years within the auto at that point in time traveling all over the country helping dealerships manage inventory and the thing is they're losing some of these dealerships were losing their franchises I, I, uh, Chrysler stores that were gone, some transitioned over to the used car operations. Uh, we went from like 16 million new cars down to 10 million new cars. And you had to become a great used car operator at that point in time. One, they're moving slower, uh, but two new car sales weren't there. And as you see, that volume just dropped off. It picked up a little bit after the recession there again obviously you know people tight with the money higher interest rates people are going through there's cheaper cars um and then it dropped right there going in 2013. now i bring that part up again on this personal chart here i added some personal notes in there because that's when i started lot pop 2013. and as you can see since 2013 it's actually been a pretty strong used car uh, growth year over year from uh, 2013 to 2021. Now we had that dip off in 2020 due, due to COVID and that shutdown period. Uh, but we're in that transition period where again, where's this pattern going? It, it, it's probably gonna continue to drop off. I'm gonna stop screening the screen now. And so this is that transition period where we're gonna go through um, 
back through some of these phases, possibly if the if the headlines are true, um, the interest rates are there, volumes starting to slow down, wholesale volumes are starting to drop off. We're going to go through that same transition period, you know, and again, I've had experience helping dealership through it through the first round. And that's where when I give a lot of these insights and stuff, it, it, it's things that we've we've seen over the years and, and current patterns we're seeing all over the country with hundreds of dealerships uh, and doing weekly calls and, and probably changing 20 thousand retail prices a month it's you know we're, we're watching this market change and anybody that again if you, i showed you that chart 2013 has been strong over the last nine years and if anybody been in the business since 2013 the last if you've got six years underneath your belt seven eight years underneath your belt these have been pretty strong markets and you didn't have that experience of what dealers had to go through um, to get that inventory and keep the the doors open, keep business moving through uh, that recession period where, you know, everybody got kicked in the throat. So, um, you know, you got to be able to be able to make this transition. I ourselves are personally, you know, we started this company again, 2013, and mostly we're consulting with Google Sheets, pulling out data manually once a week, putting it on charts, analyzing where dealerships are, are missing and analyzing inventory adjustments and stuff and helping dealerships um, move through week after week, pulling data once a week manually. And just over the last year and a half, uh, two years, we created the software, but this in the last year really been tweaking it. And so we're going through a transition of being that, that software product and not just consult business, a way to be able to keep dealerships ahead of this curve. If they can look at it again, do a daily lot walk, um, look at your inventory and customers. You know, this is a transition period in the industry, but especially with used car management, because here's the thing, you got to control that. New cars, you don't get to control. You don't get to control your allocation, rebates and incentives. Um, you're at the mercy of interest rate specials and you're at the mercy of the OEM. And the beautiful thing about used cars is you have total control of it. And so you have total control of how you handle in this transition into uh, this this current market and where it might be headed. So um, you get to adjust prices, your photos, your descriptions, invest in higher dollar cars or lower dollar cars. You get to step up on trades or don't step up on trades. You get to wholesale a car versus retail a car. You get to decide how much reconditioning you're doing, if you want to certify it or not. You get you have so much flexibility if you got leads and how many how you're handling those leads or response time to those leads and so forth. You, um, you have so much flexibility on that used car operation. So uh, now it's time to, to kind of step back, appreciate where you were, but be able to see what's coming ahead of you and be able to hopefully, again, stay ahead of the stay ahead of the curve. Because again, we're seeing volumes uh, dropping off at a lot of dealerships. Dealerships are scrambling to get some leads on these cars. Um, again, I've, I've talked about it here before. Here's kind of where I think the market's heading to be, uh, be able to, again, transition into it. This is speculation, but I can back it up with a lot of data. I might do another video here on that. I do think we get a fake influx of wholesale values. I say that because I think the floors start dropping and so more cars are going to sell. Um, so it looks like sale rates are back up. They're going to values are going to go back up a little bit because people are going to um, see uh, cars are a little bit more available. They're going to start buying some at better pricing, but also they're going to want to ramp up for tax season. And I put it at in quotes because of the fact that last tax season was about 20 percent lower than the previous year. And I think this tax season will be actually worse, at least the same of last year. Anybody getting any kind of tax return this year? 
um, will probably want to save it or need it for, again, inflated costs on, on supplies, but also higher interest rates and, and maybe even job security. They might want to put it in the bank in case, you know, that something happens with their job. So, um, I, again, that's all speculation, but I think this tax season will be no stronger than last year, which was 20% lower. So if we, if a lot of dealers are going to the lane right now that stack up for that February, March tax season and pay up for cars to, to get cars available, wholesale is going to go up, but it's going to be false inflation of that fact that I don't think the retail numbers are going to back those things up. This is where we're going to get that crunch between what you got to pay for cars and what you can sell them for are going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And so when that profit margin, again, if you haven't experienced this, and as that profit margin gets tighter, you're going to hold out longer on your price adjustment. You're going to try to still make your grand, two grand on a car just to get it moving. But in, and ultimately, it's going to cost you if you don't get that car moving. And so you're going to hold out a little bit longer because what you had to pay for, it, you can't replace it for the same kind of money. You hear all these excuses of why we're not moving cars. That's going to happen over the next 45 to 60 days. And so if you don't just keep your head down, and keep that inventory moving, what's going to happen is if that tax season doesn't peak, because here, think about it. anything you buy today, okay, will be 60 days old on March 4th, right? So if that February, March tax season isn't busting to the seams and we're not blowing out and moving a bunch of cars, it'll be higher. It'd be a good market. But again, comparably year over year, it might be soft. And so <clears throat> if that tax season isn't peaking in that March range and we roll into April, mid-April into April, that's when you realize, oh crap, it wasn't as good as I thought. And now we've got cars we paid up for. And that's when I think the market starts really tumbling in that April, May, June uh, area. Again, this is just me over the 25 years of, of being through this transition and some of these similar markets. Um, but no one knows what's coming around the corner. This is all speculations. But again, if you want more information on kind of where I see that, uh, see the data, where I see that trending coming from, just let me know. Lotpop.com for a demo. Message me on any of these platforms you might be watching. We do put these on podcasts, so you can listen to it on iTunes or any of the podcasts. Um, our book, Work the Facts, all the metrics that I think you need to want to be tracking and trending, you could do yourself. But I put our graphs in there. I put a, a, a link to the video to understand why and how these metrics are important for you. Just go to workthefacts.com. Matter of fact, we discounted it down. It was a $20 book. It's down to, I think, $10.50. We wanted to, to go into the New Year's as a little gift, uh, half price these things down as low as Amazon will allow me. Um, so $10.50 because this ain't making this ain't here to make money. This is, again, just to kind of spread the word of kind of what you need to do to stay ahead of this market. OK, so check out workthefacts.com, lotpop.com. Subscribe uh, or like our page. Uh, that way you get notified. I try to do one of these each week. We do have a newsletter. If you like to get information on that, let me know again. Lot Party quick tip. Jason Rice here from Lot Pop. See you next week.